right, welcome back to the Marriott Center here at Courtside. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you. 80-68 to 68 is our final score. BYU over Illinois State. The Redbirds just uh, kind of took themselves out of the game in the uh, first half with their 0-15 three-point shooting and uh, re- responded well in the second half. BYU had enough to hold off the Redbirds tonight. Yeah, I mean, they dug themselves a hole with just horrific shooting in that first half. And credit them with the, a nice effort. Branigo uh, was was excellent in that second half. And uh, Evans started heating up. And that's just a credit to BYU for how they came out and played good defense in that first half to keep Evans away from the basketball and not let him get going. But once you do, you can see what he can do. But uh, BYU was excellent in the first half, not so much in the second. But uh, they got what they needed done in that first half and really didn't have too much of a concern in the second half, notwithstanding Illinois State started playing very well. All right, some final numbers for you. BYU shoots 53% from the field, just 29 from three, 65% subpar number from the free throw line for BYU on a modest number of attempts, 11 of 17. Illinois State shoots 44% field, 29% three. It was the same number that BYU shot. After the 0 for 15 first half from three, the two teams ended up shooting the same number from three. Seven for 24, both BYU and Illinois State. Uh, the Redbirds hit 78% of their free throws. They out-rebounded BYU. Not a good out-rebounding team, Illinois State, uh, 33-32. to 32. BYU turns it over nine times with 22 assists. That's a great ratio. Uh, Illinois State, 14 assists and 13 turnovers. Their second-half shooting. Illinois State was 65% from the field and 78% from the three-point line after going 0 of 15 in the first half. It's a crazy game. T.J. Haas with 20. Yoli Child 17. Elijah Bryant 17. 17, 9, and 9 for Bryant, by the way. One assist and one rebound away from a triple-double. Six point. I make it eight points for Nixon, then six for Worthington, four for Hardnett, four for Selyus, four for Cannon. Illinois State gets 19 from Fane, career-high 20 from Brunega, by the way. They gave him 20, I had him 18. He ends up with 20, they say. So a 20 for Brunega, 19 for Fane, 14 for Evans, 13 for Yarbrough, then the two points for Martin, and that gets you to 68 for, BY, for the Redbirds, BYU with 80, and the win by 12. So the Cougars improved to 7-2 and two for the first time since the start of the 2014 and 15 season. Bradizio Grill Brazilian Steakhouse now serving up delicious and authentic dishes in American Fork and Provo. Feijoada, farofa, picanha, guaraná, you name it. Visit rodizio.com for more information. Let's take a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what have you discovered in tonight's box score? Well, I mean... Uh I expected BYU to do a little, little better offensive on the offensive boards, and it turns out that Illinois State uh, had eight to five, and Illinois State not a great rebounding team, undersized, and uh, that kind of gave them what uh, all their points almost in the first half, getting offensive rebounds and putbacks. So that was a little bit surprising, but uh, I think you take a 12-point win, and uh, even though BYU didn't do a great job on the boards. All right, take it and run with it. BYU 80 and Illinois State 68 is our final score. Fans, if you're looking for an even more convenient way to shop at Smith's, try Smith's Click List. Order online, then pick up curbside at the store. Visit smithsfoodandrock.com slash clicklist for details. Details on the night in sports, around college basketball and elsewhere. Coming up with Jason Shepard in our Cougar postgame live broadcast. Shepard's next with that. Then we'll come back to the Marriott Center for coach and player comments from courtside. Cougars win it by 12 and improve to 7-2 and two on the year. BYU now 4-0 when leading at the break as they were tonight. And playing at home, the Cougars record improves to 3-1. and one. Cougars by 12, 80-68 is our final. Much more to come as you stay with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Really nice win tonight by the BYU Cougars. They defeat Illinois State 80-68. to They improve to 7-2 and on the season. They'll be back in action Saturday night at Vivint Smart Home Arena as part of the Beehive Classic. They'll be taking on the Weber State Wildcats at 8 o'clock Mountain Time, 10 o'clock Eastern, right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. We'll get you back to the Marriott Center for more post-game with Greg and Mark, as well as player guests and Coach Rose coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on other action going on today in college basketball. In fact, we're going to start with BYU women's basketball. They were at the Marriott Center this afternoon hosting Utah State. Things did not go well for the Cougars. The Aggies pick up the win at the Marriott Center 76-69. BYU back in action also on Saturday. They will be home, however, hosting the University of Utah. Top 25 games going on right now. One upset already in the books. We'll get to that in a second. Another one about to happen. 49 seconds to go. In Lawrence, number two Kansas is part of the Jayhawk shootout. They're about to fall to the Washington Huskies. Washington with a 73-62 to lead over Kansas. Again, 49 seconds to go in that one. It's in Kansas City, excuse me. Uh, not too far, about 45 minutes from Lawrence. But either way, Kansas is going to uh, go down today and uh, an upset of Washington and number two Kansas uh, in Kansas City. One upset already a final. Loyola Chicago winning at number five, Florida, 65-59. The Gators lose at home and another top five team going down tonight. Number 11, North Carolina defeating Western Carolina 104-61. And it was number 13, Xavier, on top of Kent State, 96-70. Other local teams in action tonight, Utah State, obviously. BYU took on the Aggies just a couple of nights ago at the Spectrum in Logan. Five seconds to go in the Cash Valley. It is the Aggies by two over UC Irvine, 61-59. to Also, Southern Utah picks up the win at home, hosting Long Beach State. T-Birds with the 94-89 to win over the 49ers. Also, Utah Valley, we mentioned the score a couple of minutes ago during, uh, during the broadcast, 83-56. UVU defeating the Weber State Wildcats in Orem. Once again, Weber State and BYU Saturday night in Salt Lake City. Your final score tonight, 80-68. BYU defeats Illinois State. We will have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming up, including scores from the association. That's all coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Cougars have been on the road for quite a while. They return to the Marriott Center tonight, pick up the 12-point victory over Illinois State, 80-68. to Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. BYU led in scoring tonight by T.J. Hawes, 8-of-16 shooting, 20 points. 
to go along with two rebounds and three assists, 17 points apiece for both Elijah Bryant and Yoli Childs. We'll get you back to the Marriott Center coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on the night in the National Basketball Association. Only one game going on. Everything else is a final. The game going on right now is at Staples Center. The Los Angeles Clippers hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. T-Wolves with a five-point lead in the first quarter, 23-18. to Finals in Cleveland. Cavaliers defeating the Sacramento Kings 101-95. to LeBron James, 32 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Just one assist shy of a triple-double. Indiana defeating Chicago in Indianapolis, 98-96 in favor of the Pacers. In Orlando, the Magic get the four-point win over the Atlanta Hawks, 110-106. to That game in overtime. Celtics win at home over the Dallas Mavericks, 97-90. Grizzlies lose at MSG over the Knicks, or excuse me, to the Knicks. Knicks getting the victory 99-88. to Golden State Warriors win at Charlotte, 101-87. Bucks on top of the Pistons, 104-100. The New Orleans Pelicans defeat the Denver Nuggets in New Orleans, 123-114. to And the Spurs get the home victory over the Miami Heat, 117-105. to Let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. All right, that's going to do it for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we're going to get you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final tonight from Provo, 80-68. to BYU gets the win over the Redbirds of Illinois State. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, if all goes well, Dalton Nixon will be joining us here uh, courtside. BYU is a winner over Illinois State. Final score, 80-68. to It's a Ken Palm top 125 win, if you will, for BYU as the Cougars outlast the Redbirds. And it was kind of outlasting Illinois State as they caught fire in the second half. And not often you see a 17-point half followed by a 51 point half, but that is what uh, Illinois State turned in tonight, more than doubling up uh, their second half, um, their first half scoring in the second half and making it interesting, but uh, BYU did not trail at any point tonight, uh, led by as many as 28, and win this thing by 12 tonight, and uh, the Illinois State Redbirds, after impossibly bad first half shooting from 3-0 of 15, heated up to 7 of 9 after halftime, and uh, Taylor Brunega scored a career-high 20, all coming in the second half. Dalton Nixon is our scheduled guest, and he is shortly coming our way. 20 points for Brunega and 20 for T.J. Haas. And it was nice to see uh, T.J. break out a bit, uh, Mark Durant. He was 8 for 16 from the field, a 4 of 9 from 3, and he'd endured a tough stretch of late. He was 4 for his last 24 from the arc. He turns that into 4 of 9 tonight. He was 6 for his last 32 from the field, and he turns that into 8 of 16, and so I think a good night for TJ. Among many good things we saw tonight, it was the fact that Haas' number finally came up, as we knew it would. Yeah, aside from the win, Greg, that's by far the most important thing to come out of tonight is that TJ played so well and was able to hit some threes, and 
hit a big three in the second half against Utah State. So hopefully he's kind of emerging from that. Uh, BYU desperately needs uh, a good T.J. Haas out on the floor, and he was very good tonight. Dalton Nixon was very good tonight, uh, three of four from the field, 14 minutes played and eight points in those 14 minutes. Dalton Nixon joining us here courtside. Dalton, thanks for coming on. appreciate your time, and congratulations to you guys on the win. You got your mic on there. Now you, are you good? Yep. Very good. Sounds good. Congrats. Uh, well done. Illinois State, you uh, scouted hard and well, and uh, they missed a ton of threes in the first half, which you don't expect maybe to go 0 for 15, but you did guard that part of the game well enough to where that was a big part of your of your scout and your game plan. Yeah, definitely. Going into this game, we knew that they were a really good three-point shooting team, especially in transition. And so um, our scouting report was to be able to close those shooters early on um, in the shot clock, and thought we did a really good job in that first half. What do you think? What, what do you think when they when they got it going a bit in the second half? Yeah, I mean we knew that they were very capable of shooting their way back into the game, and so um, tried to make adjustments and get to shooters and props to them. They they made some really tough three pointers, um, but thought we did. A, did a good job and did enough to get the win tonight. Well, Dalton, nice game again. Uh, I love the way you're playing, and uh, you seem to get better every game. A little different look, I think, uh, from Illinois State in that they played a lot of zone. I'm sure you guys saw that and were, were ready for it. Uh, but what, what? maybe tell us about the approach uh, BYU has against the zone and what your role is and where you you know, like to be. I know you run the free throw line a lot, but what, what, how do you guys attack a zone? Yeah, we try and uh, we try and get the ball to the high post areas and also below the zone um, where we have a couple of guys, me, TJ, Zach, are, are in positions to really be able to be active in that zone and try and find the open spots and then uh, um, make the extra pass like you saw tonight. You guys had played so well away from home, and I'm sure Coach Rose felt that you needed to uh, keep that edge that you had outside of this building when you got back home and not just rely on the home court. We're going to be home, so heads, we're going to play well. How much of that was a focus for you guys to kind of keep that road mentality in a home game? That was really big for us. Um, we saw in the last few games, especially last week, um, that our, our defense was was really solid, and um, and we wanted to bring that to the Marriott Center tonight and thought we did a really good job coming out, being locked in and really focused on our game plan. And defensively, I think we're getting better. Um, and obviously, there's still improvements that we can make. But overall, I think we're really uh, in a good position to keep this thing rolling. Dalton Nixon is our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. And the Cougars are rolling to four wins in a row, 7-2 and two on the year. More with Dalton coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU 80 and Illinois State 68, our final score here at the Marriott Center. Tonight's attendance officially 12,250 as BYU improves to 7-2 and two on the year. Dalton Nixon, our guest, courtside here on the Cougar Locker Room Show. As you sat down, we were talking about T.J. Haas. T.J.'s shot hadn't been dropping as frequently as he would like to have seen coming into tonight, but we knew at some point the numbers would pick up, and tonight was a big night for T.J., 20 points to lead BYU this evening. Definitely. T.J., every time, you shoot the, every time he shoots the ball, um, you think it's going in, and I think that's what everyone thinks, and we have confidence in, in TJ's shooting ability and really happy that he was able to get it going for us. We talked about four wins in a row before the break. How much does just that fact alone mean to you guys right now that you have put something together? It gives us a lot of confidence and uh, we're, we're really excited for uh, the rest of this month as we close out this uh, this stretch before we get into conference play and I think this is really good for us to um, have these challenges on the road here at home to, to really get us uh, an identity leading into conference play. I'm looking at the uh, box score on Elijah. What a game. 17, uh, 9, and 9. Almost gets a triple-double. He's just been terrific. Uh, tell, I mean, you play against the guy every day. Tell us about Elijah and uh, what you see as his uh, strengths. 
he's just really strong, um, really active. Re reminds me a lot of Kyle Collinsworth in the way that he hunts for the ball and on the rebounds and a really capable ball handler and a really capable shooter. And he's a lot of fun to play with. And, you know, if we could have locked in and got a little bit more uh, um, stops in the second half, he could have gotten the, the rebounds. Um, but he, he's a great guy, great great teammate to play with. He played 39 minutes tonight. No one played more than him. And let's remember that it wasn't a couple of weeks ago that he was dealing with a pretty pretty you know significant injury that he kind of tried to play through. And so the fact that he's grinding out there to 39, um, whether or not he's feeling all the way there, he's playing like he is. And I know it means a lot to you guys as a captain that he is out there. Definitely. We, uh, we look up to Elijah, and uh, he's someone that I look up to personally. And um, really big piece of this team right now. Okay, Weber State, Saturday night. Uh, they went to UVU, got knocked around a bit tonight. Wolverines got them pretty good in Orem. You get them Saturday night now in Salt Lake City. Thoughts on playing the Wildcats, playing another in-state game again here in Salt Lake? Really excited. Um, if we can uh, bring the same intensity and energy that we brought last week against Utah Valley and Utah State, I think we're going to put in, uh, put ourselves in a good position. And uh, personally, really excited to get on the floor with Bracott Chapman, a good friend of mine, yeah. and an old AU teammate. So it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, that's uh, Saturday night at Bivens Smart Home Arena, BYU and Weber State. Dalton Nixon with uh, eight points. Tonight, a couple of rebounds as well, a couple of assists, a block for Dalton in 14 minutes of play. Our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. Dalton, thanks for your time. Congratulations, and we'll see you on the weekend. Thanks, Dave. All right, that's Dalton Nixon, Coach Dave Rose, and we'll hear from Dan Muller as well coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. Welcome back to the Marriott Center here at Provo, Utah. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant, joined by the head coach, the Cougars, Dave Rose, picking up career win number 312 tonight, 80-68 to over Illinois State. A lot of places we could start with, and, and while it is a team game and everybody contributed, how about Elijah Bryant's line tonight? To 17 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists in 39 minutes of play for you. Yeah, he, he was really good, and I, I think that uh, there are a lot of guys on our team that was good tonight. What I really was pleased with the most is how we came out and started the game. I mean, the, you, you, I, I don't know if, you know, pe people really understand the challenge uh, emotionally sometimes with your team and the schedule. And, you know, we tried as hard as we could to, to try to get this game in a different spot on the calendar, but it was the only place that really worked for us. You play in two in-state games, and then you play a home game, then you play in two more in-state games, and it's sandwiched in the middle. And those two that we played on the road, were emotional emotional games and you, you got to get yourself ready every night and our guys were ready tonight we came out with a real edge to us we executed really well on the offensive end uh, I think sometimes we were surprised a little bit of how open we were in that zone uh, but we were patient we shot the ball well in that thing and then we defended we defended really well we, we got the gaps we got the post we got uh, the contest on the three-point shots and we went into halftime with a big lead and then the second half was a little bit of a different story. But uh, the way we prepared and the way we executed in that first half is a really good sign for this group. The fact you essentially 
uh, I'm not going to say won the game in the first half, but the way you played in the first half, it gave you the cushion to play with to allow a good team like Illinois State to play a little better and still not really threaten you in the and end. And they have to make threes to win. That's just how they're built. And, uh, you know, they have one guy that's, you know, pretty athletic and big in the post with his back to the basket. Uh, and then the rest of the guys are, are built to get you out on a perimeter. And and uh, when, you, when you crowd them and, and pressure them, they're going to go right past you. Uh, and then you got, you got to get help, and and then they're all built to be able to catch and shoot that thing. When you got nine guys on your scouting report, and eight of them are wearing green jerseys in practice, which is a green light, they can <laughs> shoot it, they can go. You know, you got yourself uh, a real challenge, especially a team that makes ten threes a game. And so, you know, we held them to seven. Um, they shot twenty-four, which is a little under their average. So, just the fact that we 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 got that three-point line uh, under control a little bit to our favor, it's one of the big goals of our year, of the year, I think, I think that the three-point line has always been a kind of a plus for us in the last couple of years. It's gotten away from us, and and I, I can see us actually uh, getting to where that's becoming a, an advantage for us, where we're making more than the other team, and they're they're not shooting as many uh, against us, and and that's I think that's a good sign. Well, coach, I thought it was an excellent win. Uh, it's a important, good win for you, and the first half was terrific. You know, obviously uh, they they came back a little bit on you in the second half. How much as a coach in that situation when you're up big do you worry about uh, kind of the second half laps, I guess, if you'd call it there? Do you just kind of shrug it off, or is that something you're really going to focus on, or how do do you deal with something like that? No, I think the most important thing, it's obviously a real concern. I told the guys, hey, this is a a big part of learning. This is a journey that we're on, and, you know, we're going to – hopefully we can play that well in the first half of every game. And – uh, but you do know that when you're playing a good team, RPI, the, the top 50 RPI team, that you're going to get an, an exerted effort in the second half against them, and uh, you know you, you you need to really be really be ready and prepared for it. I think that we can show them things offensively that where we're a little bit patient, especially later in the game. We executed really well the first nine, ten minutes of that second half offensively, but I think defensively is where there was a, a real difference. We had some guys that were in a little bit of foul trouble. They didn't want to pick up that next foul so that they would come out of the game. And, and those are all things that, uh, you know, we can we can learn from to be a little bit more mentally tough, a little better, more disciplined, and be able to play and play for each other and, and not, you know, maybe play so much for ourselves. T.J. Haas scored 50% on his quiz questions on the coaches show last <laughs> night and then shot 50% today, yeah. uh, 8 of 16 from the field. Really nice night for T.J. Uh, 20 points, led your team in scoring, and you kind of knew that was coming from him. And so. the, four, the 4 of 9 from 3 is, yeah. is really important because he's he's a very good 3-point shooter. And, and uh, I think you look at his, his numbers, though, at home, he shoots 50% from the field at home in, in, in the four games that we've played. So, you know, right now that's uh, – that's a good thing. He comes back in here. He plays with a lot of confidence, shoots the ball well here. And uh, and I was I was happy for Teach. I, you know, I, I'm really pleased with it. It sounds like, you know, you play 20 minutes and you get beat by 10 points in the second half. And so everybody's going away. Uh, you know, they kind of fell apart or they didn't do this. They didn't do that. I mean, there, there were so many things that we did well. I think that uh, emotionally we might have been a little bit spent. And, uh, and we need to be... 
we need to be aware of that and, and, and execute a little bit better. BYU's top three scorers on the year all tonight shot 50% or better from the field. TJ 8 of 16, Yoli was 6 of 10, Elijah was 6 of 11 as they led the way for BYU tonight in this 80 to 68 victory. BYU now 7 and 2 on the year for the first time since 2014-15. That was the last time BYU made the NCAA tournament, so we'll call that a good omen as we take a break here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so welcome back to the Marriott Center here in Provo, Utah. BYU's a winner over Illinois State by a score of 80-68. to BYU now 7-2 and on the year. Redbirds fall to 4-5. and And Coach Dave Rose, uh, Coach Dan Muller has played a very, very challenging schedule that has taken him to all four contiguous U.S. time zones here in the first <laughs> month or so of the season. Yeah, we thought we had, uh, you know, a, a tough one. He's And he's played really good teams. I think I was reading this today in the notes that uh, – the records of one loss records of the teams that he's played is one of the top four or five in the country. So and it goes up now having played you. He's yeah. you know he's uh and, and yeah I know exactly how he feels. You know you you get your your game at the your, your your team at the end of the season and you wonder if you have enough and it's up to somebody else. And so he he got you know left out of the tournament last year and so he he took a, a really aggressive approach to it and it'll pay off. I mean they, that's a good team. They're gonna win a lot of games. You got Keyshawn Evans, uh, very good three-point shooter, shoots a lot of them. How, how do you kind of focus on a guy like that? Is it just everybody has a heightened awareness, or do you do something specifically different to try and stop a player like that? Well, I think that uh, you know we're we're much better prepared to defend a player like that. We played quite a few point guards that are really good scorers that can really shoot, and I think that uh, just personnel-wise, with with Jasheer and his strength and his quickness. Uh, but there are things that we do, especially on ball screens and how we, you know, kind of hedge or gap, you know, uh, you know, different slots to, to try to get him to shoot maybe a little bit quicker or to run him off the line and get him to put it on the floor. But he is a hard one to deal with because when you make him put it on the floor, he's really good in mid-range and he's really good at the basket finishing. So uh, we limited him to just 11 shots tonight, which I think was probably um, – you know the 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 best thing we did on him because he 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 can have uh an 18 19 20 shot attempt uh night and he shoots over 50 percent from the field so uh that was a good job by our, our guys and, we, and you know you got mckay you got Tej, you got eli we i think we're prepared physically a little bit uh better to to guard that type of guy Next up, Coach, at Vivint Smart Home Arena Saturday night, uh, Game 2 of the Beehive Classic. You get Weber State. Weber went to UT, Utah Valley tonight, and UVU beat them pretty good. 83-56 uh, to 56 was the final score there. Your thoughts on the outcome in Orem well, tonight? Well, I, you know, we know how talented Utah Valley is. They've, they've got uh, a senior-dominated team, and they've got, uh, you know, size, and they've got depth, and so... Uh, that, you know, that, that's a really good win for Utah Valley. Weber State's another team that's going to win a lot of games, and they're going to, you know, vie for the cha- a championship in their league. And so, uh, you know, that's a good win for Mark. And you get the Wildcats this Saturday night, a team against which you've played well historically since you've been here. Um, what maybe about a Randy Ray team is going to be the same maybe every year? And what maybe a little different about this well, year's the, team? Well, they're very, um, they're, they're just very disciplined in, in what they run and how they do it. They're a really good defensive team. And uh, you earn everything that you get offensively. And then they're going to guard you strategically. They're going to guard you based on your personnel and what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. And you've got to be able to, I mean, I, th- I think a big part of this is 
you know, you got to really be able to scout it and find out uh, kind of the nuances of the game and then have you guys play to their strengths. Will you guys get in the arena Friday for a bit? No, no. We, this is uh, When we're up there on our own, we usually can sneak in there yeah. you know, after the, the game on Friday night. But with four teams using the, uh, the venue, that uh, we'll get a shoot-around time on uh, Saturday morning, and then uh, the Utes and uh, Aggies will tip at 5.30, and then we'll ride after that. At 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock radio pregame. Well, Coach, we'll see you in Salt Lake City. All right, thanks a lot, guys. All right, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back to wrap up our broadcast here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Final score is BYU 80, Illinois State 68 tonight here at the Marriott Center. It's kind of weird. No one cares about this, but it's kind of weird. Nine games in. Illinois State season, they average in the 70s, and they allow an average in the 70s, but none of their games, none of their nine games have ended with either the winning team or the losing team scoring in the 70s. I think it's a weird thing, but call me crazy. That's just, uh, I, I find it unusual. And tonight's final score, 80-68. to 68. Again, no one in the 70s uh, for an Illinois State team that allows and scores an average in the 70s. All right, let's move on. Uh, the head coach of the Redbirds is Dan Muller. He spoke with the media a short time ago. Included in that group was our intern, Tanner Wilkinson. Intern Tanner got these comments from Coach Muller a little while ago. His team falls by 12 here in Provo tonight. I'm not sure if saying we didn't come out ready to play is accurate. It might be. Right. But we did once we couldn't score, then we just honestly just stopped competing. I right. thought right. we had a number of guys just look like we were in slow motion on both ends. Took some really bad shots early, and, um, and it carried over the defensive end. But again, it was an ugly game. There was 11-6. I thought we were playing pretty hard for a while. Yeah, exactly. We were playing so bad offensively. I'm like, okay, a couple baskets, we'll be okay. But from that point on, we just, we just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what we did. Down. It did look like there was a lot of frustration on the offensive end, like you said. It did carry over to the defensive end. <laughs> yeah, it did. We were transitional time. We couldn't press them if we wanted to because right. we couldn't make a basket. Yep. Our zone was slow. Um, we just had some guys that uh, we count on a lot just not fight through a little bit of adversity there. Right. Obviously, it is probably encouraging a little bit. There's no moral victories, but to be able to at least fight back in the second half and not let it get away totally. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't at this point in the season I, I take that with a grain of salt. I, we they stopped playing probably. Right. We made some shots, which is good, yeah. and they still shot 57 percent in the second half. So it's not like we fought defensively. No, no. Man didn't work. Zone didn't work. Um, we just didn't guard. So is losing by what do we do? Losing by 12 better than losing by 30? Sure, but. I'm not sure if it's because we just showed a bunch of fights. Right. Uh, maybe I'll watch the film and we did. Right. right. Uh, All right, a few comments there from uh, Dan Muller, head coach of the Illinois State Redbirds. His, fall, his team falls to BYU by a score of 80-68. to 68. BYU back on the Redbirds' home floor next year. The Cougars will play in normal Illinois. Doug Collins court at Redbird Arena as they uh, finish off this uh, two-game set. BYU takes the opener in front of 12,250 fans here at the Marriott Center. Next up, it is BYU and Weber State, 7 o'clock radio pre game 8 o'clock tip as game 2 of the Beehive Classic Saturday at Vivint Smart Home Arena in Salt Lake City. Utah State and Utah in the opener and BYU Weber State in the nightcap. That's going to do it for tonight's broadcast. Hope you enjoyed it with us. BYU wins it to go to 7-2 and two on the year 3-1 and one here at the Marriott Center. 
So let's thank all those who made our broadcast possible. First and foremost, as always, all of you in Cougar Nation, wherever you were or are tonight, thank you for tuning in, however you listened to us. To our control board operator, Carter Malloy, our thanks as always. Our network manager, Mike Tingle. Our coordinating producer, Dave Shook. Our radio flagships, BYU Radio and KSL News Radio. The sports information directors for both BYU and Illinois State. Our pregame and postgame interviews, much appreciation. Uh, intern Tanner was with us uh, helping on stats and with those postgame interviews. My color commentary colleague is Mr. Mark Durant. And our studio host is Jason Shepard. So for everyone, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score, BYU 80, Illinois State 68. You heard it here. And so... In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Men's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.